It's a very special day today, Brad. Very special day today. You know what day it is? Uh, I believe it's Thursday. It's International Women's Day today. It's a, it's no, a it's day not. where we, we celebrate. It was yesterday. Well, Jesus. I look you on the internet. Celebrate women late. You're going to get in trouble. What? I was I was reading it on the internet, so it was all the Americans are celebrating International Women's Day. No, so I don't know about it till today. It's the eighth. It's the eighth of March. As that was yesterday. Oh, yeah. So, right. yeah. I thought yeah, to celebrate yeah. it, I, I I just made a list of all uh, women's greatest achievements in the last twelve months. I thought we could in go last- through it. Twelve months. Okay, Last twelve sure. months. It's just just to celebrate the achievements of women on this very special occasion. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm nervous, but go right ahead. Peace sells, but who's buying? Is the second studio album by American thrash metal band Megadeth. Yeah. So, yeah. did you enjoy the album? Yeah. Megadeth. I like. I'd like. Um, before we get into how I feel about the album, can you give me the backstory on the Megadeth Metallica shamozzle? Because in my ten thousand hours of research, I, I couldn't find anything, but I figured you'd know because you're like the guru of metal. Yeah. Okay. So Dave Mustaine was the lead guitar player. Before Kirk Hammett joined Metallica. Oh, okay. Uh, he was very fighty and boozy and a bit of a bad attitude. And he would, yeah, again, to fights and punch the others out. But I also hear James was fairly similar as well at the time. Uh, is this uh, when they were like 15 and shit? Oh, yes. 18. Okay. 17, 18. Mm-hmm. Um, but the big incident that happened was they were driving to a gig in a van. And it was a long night drive. Dave was meant to be driving. Dave decided he was bored, so he started drinking heavily while he was driving and the others were sleeping in the back. He nearly killed everybody in a car crash when he, he fell asleep at the wheel. Mm. So the next morning they woke him up and said, you're out of the band, see you later. Uh, and Dave's been blaming Metallica ever since. Oh, right. Yeah, um, there's a lot of to-do about Dave claims he wrote a lot of big Metallica songs, right up to, like, Master of Puppets. He says these songs with his riffs in there. Uh Uh-huh. Some of it's been settled out of court. We don't really know the ins and outs of it. Right. But Dave's always had a chip on the shoulder being not as big as Metallica and also seems to be angry at Metallica because he got, you know, he got kicked out and very hurt by it, Mm. but he was being a fucking idiot. So what do you expect? Was Dave driving the bus that carried Cliff? No, that was a few years later. They had another bus incident where the driver says he hit black ice. Mm. The band, I believe, didn't really buy that story, but the bus flipped onto its side and Cliff was sleeping in a bunk. He slid out the window mm. and the bus turned over and the bus landed on him and 
Wow. <laughs> teach him for sleeping. Well, teach him. And uh, apparently it was, I think it was James's bunk. It was one of the others' bunk, but they came oh, along. Right. They were going to kick him out of the bunk and say, get your own bed. But they decided yeah. to let him sleep. So oh, I think it was so James. adorable. Leave him asleep. Yeah. I mean, we, the world could have been saved from, from some atrocious Metallica if James had been on that bunk. Oh, do you hear the silence, listeners? Do you hear the hate boiling over? Just like to list again uh, women's greatest accomplishments in the last 12 months. Mm. Okay, back to the podcast. Mm. Um, Metallica are awesome. So, yeah, we're not here to talk about Metallica. We're talking about um, the original Metallica, the guy who created Metallica, Dave Mustaine's. Uh, no, he didn't, he didn't, no, 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 he joined Lars and James later no, on. No, no, no. I'm sure it was all Dave. Yeah, I'm sure. According Dave was to slept. Dave, it's all Dave. Yeah. But I'm sure Dave reality, created the yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Apparently, the way James used to stand with his legs apart and crouched mm. over the microphone, uh, Dave has said, "Oh, that was mine. I had to stop doing it because James copied me." Dave, shut up, Dave. James stole my stage presence. Shut up, Dave. James has got the same long hair as me. He's got the same bangs as me. Shut up, Dave. Yeah. But um, a big, big rivalry traditionally between Megadeth and Metallica fans. Um, I've always enjoyed both bands. But let's face it, uh, I think Megadeth had bigger dips creatively in their in their lifespan. Their albums that are fantastic, and then there's stuff where it's ah, grit your teeth. Sounds a lot limited. I mean, does does Megadeth have a Saint Anger? <laughs> I don't know if they've been hit that hard. Um, <laughs> they did the do. Lows are low, but they're not quite that low. I know. I uh, like Metallica did um, the Black Album. Uh, Megadeth did try and copy that and try and do a more mass appeal version of Megadeth, and it just didn't work out for them. Um, hmm. it was, Megadeth have always had quite well produced records, except for the first one. Hmm. Um, I, I quite like the sound of um, this album, Peace, Peace Sells, but it is slightly muddier. They've done remixes where they bring clarity out a bit more, mm. a remastered versions. Um, yeah, look, I mean, to be fair, I, I'm not the you know I'd never really followed Megadeth. Right, my uh, my kids have. You got, mean not at all? You mean not at all? Yeah, by by not really. I do mean not at all. Uh, uh, zero, absolute zero. Absolutely, not once. Yeah, heard them. Knew of them, but hadn't heard them. But prior to your recommendation of uh, peace sales, but who's buying? My. Kids had actually found their way to Symphony of Destruction. 
Dun, that dun. song yeah. had been getting some play. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was like, Jesus, what am I raising here? But at the same time, I listened to it and went, oh, yeah, okay, I understand. Um, so then when you recommended this, I thought, oh, okay, great. Well, let's, uh, let's give Megadeth a whirl, right? So mm-hmm. I chucked it on, put it on the old CD player. Actually, I didn't. Spotified it. Uh, hit play. And uh, away it goes. I forget the name of track one. But I was like, it was kind of what I was expecting overall sort of tone. Wake up dead. Wake up dead. Yeah, that's it. And I was like, it got it gets into it and it's got the riff. And I was like, all right, here we go. Okay, the drum tone. Oh, yeah, the bass is pretty good. Oh, yeah, okay, I get it. And the mix is good. But then this, the singing. It's Dave that sings, right? Dave comes in with his singing. Mm-hmm. And the singing's good. But the production, <laughs> no one has ever said that before. No, for the style. <laughs> but the production uh, of the voice is fucked. You know what? Like the music underneath I thought was solid. But then the way the vocal sat on top did not feel right. You know, like it just didn't fit the mix. But then the first track, you get into it and you get the feel for it and you get the singing and you're like, okay, here we go. Oh, I get what I'm in for. And then there's like that, like a little groove change in the middle of the song where it starts going, dun, 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 dun. I was like, oh, fuck, this is all right. This is, this is good. Wow. It's got some riffs. Yeah. Not expecting to like this. And it, I, it hit me as very Zeppelin y, right? I was like, oh, really? Shit, this music, the music feels a bit, yeah. Feels, it felt like, oh, God, Achilles' Last Stand. You're not a Zeppelin fan, so you won't get this, but. Yeah. Achilles well, stand. Re-listening to it, uh, I noticed a lot more odd time signatures and meters uh, mm. all through this that I didn't really notice when I was, you know, a young kid first starting out. But very, yeah. very progressive, quite a bit more complex than I, I even gave credit for it uh, uh, yeah. many years ago, where I thought, "Wow, this is really complex." Mm. But great grooves, great grooves, good grooves. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck he's singing about, like. Um, I didn't really Wait, pull up lyric sheets or anything. Wake up, dead is about he's been off rooting a girl, and he's coming home to his main girlfriend. And if he wakes her up, she's going to figure out he's been rooting someone else, and she's going to kill him in the night while he sleeps. Sounds fair. Mm. Sounds like a strong, strong woman woman's achievement. Well, she didn't do it, so another failure on woman's part. Yeah, didn't catch him. Yeah. Chicks. Mm. Yeah, Chicks. so carry on. Um, What was I carrying on with? <laughs> you like the song? <laughs> I reckon this this band, yeah, that, that first song, I did like, fuck this, like, we'll just drop straight into it. This is another one of those albums where I enjoyed it for about five songs. And then I was like, ugh, I've had enough. You know? um, did you make it to the end, my last I words? I listened to it all. Okay. Oh, that's new. T- <laughs> the music ones are easy. It's the films, you know, that I struggle with. And our constant yeah. listeners understand that. Our constant listeners know you struggle to make it through the end of albums as well. The constant listeners know that you're the professional and uh, – Exactly. I'm just the ear candy. Well, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> um, so B-Sales, who's buying? 
Yeah, you got through the first song, you got through the second song. What do you think? The Conjuring? Yeah, Conjuring. I, th- I, th- I thought came on too quick, all right? I liked the first song so much, I was like, oh, it's done already. And it's into the next one. Actually, who cares what you think? I've got to recap the first song. Wake Up Dead, <laughs> what a riff fest. So just riff after riff after riff. And, and so many cool riffs in it. Like, oh, that's what I thought back in the day is, man, this guy just writes a riff, doesn't he? One after the other. Solid. Uh, fast, technical, got a groove. The singing is something that you just got to deal with. It's just Dave. It's, it's he's nasally. You just sort of got to get over it. But it's very, I mean, this is of its time. It's very 80s. You could see this shit going down well at Castle Donnington and fitting in with Lemmy and all the rest of those cunts, you know, like of its time. Well, they're still doing it like 40 years later. But with better production or? Yeah, they, um, they are a band that has quite superb production. Mm. Yeah. A lot of their albums now. sound sound fantastic. Yeah, better. I mean, like, this is their first album. I think they got like $8,000 to record it, and it sounds like a piece of shit, and the songs aren't exactly anything you want to write home about. The second mm. album, they got forty eight grand. They got onto a bigger label. Uh, sounds much better. Sounds much better. But... Um, by the time they got to uh, Rust in Pieces, uh, started sounding pretty amazing. Lots of great. They, there was a period there where they had a guy named Max Norman producing their records and everything sounded fucking fantastic, really. It's great. Uh, you know what? Uh, when I was around at your place, we watched um, Old Man Dave playing Symphony for Destruction at some, I don't know, radio show or something in the 2020s. He's like the the Bob Dylan of metal. Yeah, I didn't understand a fucking word he said. He's just too old. He doesn't give a shit. He's, but he's just getting it done anyway. And it still seemed very metal. And it still seemed good. But he was just like... <laughs> but it worked. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. It, yeah. Because, I mean... You just, just gotta, there for the riffs, right? You're there for the riffs with Metallica, uh, Megadeth. You're oh not, yeah, Metallica. You're not, um, yeah, you're not. It's not. No one's listening to Megadeth for the soaring vocals, for the <laughs> dexterity <laughs> of his voice. You know. Yeah. Yes. You, you say that, and I, I feel like Megadeth would be better with a chick singer. You know, like they'd be like Heart or. Um, uh, that's all I've got for chick, like rock bands. But I just I think if he wrote in the background and then they had like a um, I don't know, Marie Fredrickson, oh the dead singer of Roxette, it could that'd be freaking awesome, don't you think? How's that for a super group? No, 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 um, shame. No. He does get his daughter on stage every now and then. Uh, she's a, she wants to be a country and Western singer. She, she gets up. She sings one of the, whoa. She wants, <laughs> she is one. 
Thank you. Oh. Um, but um, a country. Yeah, Can you imagine? Yeah, that? she like sings a. She sings a, a tout le monde, one of their more ballady, rock ballady, ballady kind of songs about suicide. But she sings oh, that. Sure uh, nothing to write home about, to be honest. Uh, mm. But there you go. You can check that out. See what you think. A tout le monde. Uh, what have we got? Right. Peace sells, but who's buying? Title track. You gotta love that song. That song's. But who's buying? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. It's just. What do you mean? Yeah. What do you I, mean? I got I through think... that, and after that song, I just kind of switched off to the tone, to the. Oh, wall that song's of... fucking awesome. Oh, One of the best it's songs. A, it's. I mean, like, you know, it's memorable. But does peace sell? I think it yeah. does. I think war Actually, sells. Actually, comes from a quote, and someone said about peace sells, but who's buying? Or some fucking thing. And he went, oh, that's a lyric. You know what sells, Dan? Six. Six. Titties. Big black Titties. cock. 14 inches. Just well, <laughs> smashed up between your ribs. I don't know. Like, if I saw um, an advertisement for Coca-Cola, and it was a bottle of Coke, and then right next to it was just a big, hard, black cock. 14 inches. I Coke. You'd be straight after that black (laughs) cock immediately. You just wouldn't even. If that's what Coke's got, and then they're selling Sprite, and it's just the big Caucasian cock, and then uh, (laughs) mellow yellow. (laughs) yellow. (laughs) That's it. Oh. Just um, leave it. Um, I'm not buying fizzy drinks anymore. I think um, in a smaller glass, isn't it? <laughs> it's, just, it's just a shot glass. Yeah. Um, Does it mean it's not good? Just uh, it might be a very wide glass, but yeah, mm, I don't no. think so. No. Yes, but I, I think feminine sex sells. This is this is. I mean, this might be divisive, but. You don't see a lot of like men and budgie smugglers running along the, you know, with their cock and balls bouncing around to sell a TV show, do you? No, but you get Brad Pitt takes his shirt off on a roof and all these go, oh, fucking hell. Oh, fuck it. I slipped off my seat. Fuck, man. (laughs) Jason Momoa turns up out of the ocean dripping wet. Oh, it's not the only thing that's dripping wet. Titties just sort of, I don't know, doing little titty shrugs, and the chicks are like, oh, fucking hell. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know why the it's chicks they sound need. like drunk fucking Englishmen in the pub. Oh, fucking hell. Fucking Jason Momoa. Oh, get him up there. Fuck. Like a rat up a drain pipe. What were you talking about? Um, um, sex sales, but who's buying oh, it, but it's peace right. sales. Yeah. Sure. Mm. Yeah. And look. Whoa. Fucking. Fucking Daniel Radcliffe. Whoa. <laughs> oh, he's short, but skinny. <laughs> oh, he's, he, he's got glasses occasionally. Whoa. Um, maybe not. 
Mm. I think it's all about Hermione in those movies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, let's not go there, you sick, sick old man. Only in the last one. You're only allowed to appreciate Hermione in the last one. And even then, it's probably borderline. So we'll move along swiftly. Oh, no one's going, oh, Ron Weasel. Oh, oh look at that. Oh, look at that redhead. Oh, oh little ginger cunt. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think we just lost 80% of our listeners. I don't know. <laughs> Why aren't they talking about tits? I came here for the tits. Dave Mustang's got a good ginger head on him. Does he? He's a ginger. He's still rocking the like um, the bangs, though, isn't he? He's like, he's sticking to his look. Isn't yeah. He? Yeah. He's like, my mummy used to cut it this way, and I'm keeping it this way. Yeah, he's solidly stuck in the eighties, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, you get you get the great artists, whether it's Bowie or even the Beatles. I'm gonna throw Madonna in there. They change it up, right? Every sort of two or three years. Here's a new look. Let me try this out. And that that, that gives them longevity. Well, maybe that's part of it. But then uh you get someone like Dave. He's just like fuck it. Day one, this is yeah. me. I'm not changing my pants. I'm not cutting I'm 60, my hair. I'm sixty years old. I'm not going to stop getting a perm now. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, it's like when people complained about Metallica cut their hair about the load load region. Good move. Like you know, they kind of went okay. The eighties is okay. Then we we carried that eighties thing through the nineties. Mm-hmm. Let's just cut it here and become a little bit more modern here, okay? Let's just, mm. yeah, progress a little. We're, I don't know, a little bit of color on the weekend. Megadeth? Yes. Nah. Dave don't Mustang used to be a fashionable young man. He used to, you know, he wasn't in the black jeans parade. He used to wear white shirts and jeans and yeah. used to be a fashionable guy. And then he just got stuck, you know? Wow. I guess once you find your look, though, and maybe he's got like a stylist that just says, no, Dave, no, Dave, nothing else works for you, get the perm. Maybe he gets like a commission every time Dave gets a perm. He, he was, believe it or not, a handsome man at one point. You know, he, oh. he was an awkward teen. He grew into his looks. He was a handsome guy. He dated oh, uh, Belinda Carlisle uh, one date, I think, didn't wow. last long. But, uh, you know, yeah, he was another ginger hottie. Oh, oh, but um, the red plague. Yeah, but um, gingivitis. Yeah, yeah, ginger snatch. Um, but we're well, not on Dave. It's like a ginger nut. Well, let's not judge. I mean, has he given us his pronouns? I'm not sure. Who knows? Well, if he was advertising, he'd be selling ginger beer. Perm, long red flowing hair with a perm. Mm -hmm. Drinking ginger beer in his tiny whiteies. Maybe. It sells. Maybe. But anyway, so it wore off on you. It's magical charms wore off on you. 
It's yeah. Look, I I chucked it on. I felt the vibe, and then I didn't feel the vibe because it's not nineteen eighty fucking five anymore. Yeah. It's amazing to me this stuff has made such a resurgence. Like thrash metal kind of died out yeah. for a while. These bands all tried to do something else. Um, Metallica again got criticised for doing more rocky bluesy rock metal and just trying to expand the sound and going out to different areas. And mm. uh, they did it successfully, believe it or not. Like a lot of people complain, but it Sold. brought them a bigger, bigger audience. They've never not played stadiums. Selling out works. Uh, Megadeth tried it. Uh, kind of stuck in a holding pattern for quite a while, really. Uh, I imagine the well, yeah, they, they're a band the frustrated right? by never. They like never had the great singer like James with the huge vocal uh, range. They never had the ballad. Yeah, they like did. They, had a they did. They did. They did. But simplified. Just, cleaned it up, made it more stadium friendly. That's what Metallica did. They went commercial and it worked. And I think Megadeth, much like his style, just stayed the same. Just kept mm, getting the perm no, album after album. You're talking out your ass there because they did so- songs like um, Breed Pan. What's the song? Breadline. Ah, yeah. Great song. Great melody. Should have been a big hit but it just didn't quite hit the mark on the radio for some reason didn't come as big a song as perhaps they'd wanted it to be but awesome song mm. kill the king another fantastic song around that era uh but they tried with songs like uh euthanasia was an album where they attempted but it just yeah sung fantastic songs on euthanasia that's such a good record uh, you train of consequences one. Why of all might have the, had a better time why of all the Megadeths did you pick this one? Uh, this is my first Megadeth. Um, really, for a long time, the big two Megadeth albums was Peace Sells, But Who's Buying, and Rust in Peace. Uh, this right. is the one I got first. This is the one I just kind of like because it's shorter and there's just no fluff. Like, everything's great, in my opinion. How were you introduced to it? Uh, just saw them in magazines and heard, oh, yeah, I listened to Metallica first and then I read the magazine articles or saying about this whole Megadeth rivalry and I just wanted to check it out and I got it and I went, yeah. oh, good fucking album. Did you buy a little cassette tape? was a little cassette tape. I've talked about this before. I used to get speed metal, you know, thrash metal records and um, high speed dub them, listen to... <laughs> This is one of the, this is the one I used to high speed dub. I used to do it over and over again. Was, on high speed dub, this sounds even better. <laughs> <laughs> you can get through the whole album in like twenty minutes. Yeah, even better. Mm. It's just like a yeah. shot of heroin right in the bum. Mm. All right then. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Well, like, yeah. I don't think you've made me a Megadeth fan. I keep waiting for the one band you're going to, well, probably more than one, because we've been doing this for so long now, where I'm just like, holy fuck, I wish I'd started listening to these guys earlier. But Megadeth, Mm. eh, nah. To be fair, I don't think post this week I'll be revisiting Peace Sales Who's Buying. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Sounds to me like you actually had a more positive experience to it than I thought you would, because I thought you'd be like like, 30 seconds in and fuck this shit. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I like, I enjoy a good bit of 80s, like 80s metal I kind of enjoy, I do enjoy. I don't enjoy like 2000s metal and all that sort of stuff as much. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> That's awesome. What's wrong with that? Slipknot, all that stuff. Nah, not doing it. I'll give you a little bit of new metal, man. I love some corn and, you know, Limp biscuits. I think they're well underrated, you know. I think they deserve more. What? You're always uh, giving them shit. Joy. And but that's about it. Oh, you know, rage, but that's not metal, is it? It's like rock rap. Um, but yeah, you know, I love the eighties. It's kind of nostalgic, you know. I just remember, like, um, you remember you used to be able to get magazines from the um, I guess you'd call it the magazine store. What were they called? They were like Metal Hammer mm. and all that sort of shit, you know. And you'd see all the metal bands, and you'd get your little posters you could stick on the wall. I loved that shit. Uh, Poison, I suppose they were hair metal, not metal metal. Mm. Um. But, yeah, so chucking this on, I was like, all right, I'm here for this, but not for as long as the album lasted. And 38 minutes fair. of it. Mm. But you started talking about the resurgence of metal in the young generation. Um, do you think that's all because of Stranger Things and Master oh. of Puppets? Oh, sorry, what was that? I don't know. Well, Is there a ghost in your house? Ah, uh, I accidentally hit play on Spotify. I was just looking over the song numbers there, and oh, good thing it was. Started playing a song, and I couldn't hear anything. Gay porn. Ah, uh, all I heard was grunting. Uh, oh, oh, mm. like that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, what are you saying? Uh, Back on track. Uh, I completely forgotten because you brought up gay porn. So, uh, resurgence of heavy metal. Yes. Uh, Do you think like, that was because of Stranger Things and Master Puppets? Uh, I think it's happened before. Like Megadeth, uh, Metallica were very gracious and did the big four, where they got the big thrash metal bands Slayer, Metallica, Megadeth, and Anthrax, and they did a tour. And I think that helped the other guys out a bit. All right. Yeah. And um, I don't know what it is, but it seems like these bands are doing better than they have in quite a long time now. Um, mm. Slayer, of course. Um, Knocked it on the head. Slayer. Man, but, I uh, can name one riff of Slayers. One riff? One song? Oh, you know, one song. I had no idea. Never heard oh. them, I don't think. War Ensemble. Oh, oh. Dead Skin Mask. Oh. Glory days. <laughs> All right, maybe a future episode. But for you, this is a this album is a high repeat. High repeat. Have it too. Yeah, I haven't listened to it in a while, but listened to it every now and then. And this week, listening to this, I had a fabulous time. Wonderful, mm. wonderful time. Um, I think for you, like, you'd probably, you know, if you tried out um, Redline and uh, Kill the King and a few songs like that, you might start getting into it a bit. Uh, oh. A tout le monde, maybe. Uh, so this is just the tip, was it? I think you might have just got the tip. It's just sort of slid around the lips. Just right. Starting to edge its way in, and you're like, oh, no, no, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. It's just in and around my mouth. Well, look, oh. 
No, stop. Um, you like that? I, I think maybe if if this had hit at another time, or if I stuck with it and kept listening to it over and over again, like you do with an album that you really dig, it would get in and get under the skin, and you'd be yeah. Yeah, I think it, it's definitely it's complex music. You had to give it a few listens to get going into it. But yeah, when I was and I'm kid, a I was really simpleton. So you are a simpleton. So for me, though, um, this is something I liked instantly. But I was sort of really into the thrash metal vibe at the time. And you know what the best fucking thing is about Megadeth before we run out of time is the uh, goddamn album covers. These motherfuckers know how to put on a show on a record bit of imagery. They know how to do an album cover is probably what you're trying to say. That is what I said. And you started talking about putting on a sh- show. I don't know. Like, Would you? Uh, look, yeah, it's like Rick Riddlehead. Rick Riddlehead. Marketing. Yeah, like it was a thing. It was pretty much a clone of, I guess, of Iron Maiden's Eddie the Ed. Um, mm. uh, yeah, not not Perhaps not the most original thing in the world, but uh, did the trick. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Better rate this motherfucker before we run out of time. Uh, I'm giving this seven shots of heroin. No, nine shots of heroin. In honor of oh. Dave. Yeah, and his drug past. Oh, is he a bit of a drug past? All right. Look. Oh, huge. I'll, um, huge. I'll be more generous than I think I should be. And I'm going to give it, because I'm not going to ramble, six uh, big black cocks out of uh, ten. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Even though I got bored and it petered out, it was it's it's high entertainment for 80s metal. I was expecting a two, to be honest. Well, I have to say, a six from Brad is kind of like a nine for a normal person. <laughs> like someone who's not quite a miserable Fucking cunt, you know. It's right, high praise. Said that, fuck high you. Price. Now it's now it's just five white cocks out of ten. Uh, it's losing uh, points. There's no take backsies. Like you're five not going to slip down to three Asians. Overly hairy white cocks. It's just it's got you know, a so big untrimmed bush. Two and a half and, Asian cocks out of ten. And a little fucking bend to the left. <laughs> a little banana. Just a little, <laughs> a little curve to hit the spot. Whoa, drives the ladies yeah. crazy. Oh, well, another perfect episode. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. always. Oh, fantastic. Uh-huh. Okay. Would well, you, would you say you're recommending this to our listeners? Yeah. Yeah. Man up. Mega death. Go get a perm, everybody. Yeah, get a perm. Do I hear get some volume to your life? Read. It's a <laughs> You can tell a well a woman by the way she wears her hair. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Wonderful.